Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Scott Ellis, co-founder of Lifestyle Frisco. How you doing today, Scott? I am great. Thank you very much. How are you today? I am well, thank you. Appreciate you taking some time and spending it with us here on Business Ninjas. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and about Lifestyle Frisco. So I am, uh, my wife and I started Lifestyle Frisco back in 2013. And then in 2016 or 2017, we merged with another digital media company that was here called Frisco Online, brought them into the Lifestyle Frisco fold. That was owned by um, our now Mayor Jeff Cheney and his wife. Um, so they are still partners in Lifestyle Frisco, uh, but on a day-to-day -day base basis, my wife and I run the show, and we both got backgrounds in local media, various types of entrepreneurship. We have other businesses as well, but when we moved to Frisco, uh, we knew that there was a big opportunity here for digital media because there's so much happening in this city and so many things that just weren't getting the coverage they deserved, so we stepped in and Lifestyle Frisco has been going strong ever since. Excellent. Before we get to that, you and I have spoken and you opened my eyes to what's going on in Frisco, Texas. <laughs> Please just give us a little cliff notes into the, the exponential growth that has happened there in the last decade or two. Yeah. So when I moved to Frisco in 2004, I believe the population was in the 40 to 45,000 person range. We are now at around 240,000 people. It's been one of, if not the fastest growing city in the country. It's in the list every year for the last 20 years. Uh, we have any number of businesses, uh, including some Fortune 500 headquarters that have relocated here and a handful more that aren't in Frisco proper, but are right on our borders. Uh, but then we've also had some other big wins. The Dallas Cowboys built a new world headquarters and a, a facility called the Star in Frisco uh, several years ago. The PGA of America is relocating here to Frisco, Texas. We're very excited about that. Uh, Universal Studios is bringing a kind of new concept theme park, um, smaller in scale than what you might think of if you were if you've ever been to Universal Studios in Orlando or something like that, but um, that's going to be coming here to Frisco as well. We have a number of sports teams that are either headquartered here or actually play out of here, including, of course, the Cowboys, the FC Dallas, um, some minor league teams like the Frisco Rough Riders, the uh, Texas Legends. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Um, the city has just done a fantastic job of planning for uh, growth and bringing in businesses and growing, really growing the economy of Frisco, Texas. I'm going to say that the vast majority of people in this country have no idea, unless they're in a specific industry that would, would let them know. Uh, I certainly had no idea of that sort of growth. Now tell me about Lifestyle Frisco and what role it plays in, in getting the story out. So when we started Lifestyle Frisco, like I said, there wasn't a lot going on in terms of media. The Frisco Online that merged in with us was largely built around forums, discussion forums. Mm -hmm. We, Wendy and I, my wife, came from a, a background more of content. So it became much more article writing. We started doing video. Um, we have the Frisco podcast, so audio, pure audio there. 
Um, <clears throat> but we really wanted to tell the story of what was happening. And it kind of became the uh, what to do, where to go, and who to know in Frisco, Texas. And um, I think that resonated with residents. I mean, as you guys know, digital has been at the forefront of media and content for a long time now. There are still some some print publications around town, and um, they still have their place, but there just wasn't digital happening. So we stepped in to fill that gap. And who are your customers? Mostly local small businesses. Uh, we do have a couple of bigger businesses that also have a local presence that have worked with us, but we're really, really big supporters of the small business community here in Frisco. We do as much as we can for them. Um, of course, we have to make a living too. So we do charge for some of our advertising services and content services and things like that. But I would say it's probably about an 80-20 split in terms of smaller businesses um, are the bulk of that. And then uh, the rest are a little bit bigger businesses. I would think you are critical <clears throat> in helping those small businesses survive. As a city like that scales up, of course, uh, all of the chain companies go, ooh, look what's happening in Frisco. We should go there and knock all the mom and pops out of business. So I, <laughs> I would think, no, I mean, it, it, it's it's flip, and I hate to say it that way, but when companies have the sort of leverage and power they do to just drop another franchise in, in a city, that's kind of the, the model here in the, in the 21st century. What are the common problems you're solving for your clients? Uh, I, I think the biggest one is simply helping those smaller businesses to have uh, reach, to have some kind of media outlet where they can get to uh, get their business and their name in front of people that are in Frisco. It, it's also a resource for people that, you know, because we're growing so fast and so many people are moving here, people don't know what's going on around town necessarily. They don't know where to go. What are the best patios or places for brunch on Sunday or you know, what are the sporting events happening around town? Oh, look, the Rough Riders have fireworks on Friday nights. That's kind of cool. Um, things like that, that, you know, is a resource for the residents of Frisco. You know, that said, we do focus and the name kind of gives us away, but we do focus on lifestyle content. Uh, we're really not news. We occasionally touch on some newsy kinds of things if it's appropriate. But, you know, if you want to hear about what's going on around town from a, a more immediate news uh, kind of standpoint, then that's really not what we're providing. But as far as lifestyle and living here, we're your go-to. Gotcha. In terms of your customers, are these mostly service providers? Are they restaurants and sporting uh, providers? What what sort of clients are you working with? All of the above. Um, really, it's anybody that is based here in Frisco or, you know, for us, the, the borders of Frisco are kind of more fuzzy borders. There are a lot of businesses that may not technically be in Frisco, but they're in one of our neighboring cities, but they still serve people in Frisco and that's of interest to our audience. So, um, you know, we're, we're fairly loose about that. Um, but yeah, we do definitely do a lot of restaurants. Um, there is a an area, the old downtown Frisco, that's currently getting completely overhauled right now. Um, it's called the Rail District, and um, there is an uh, association, a group of merchants that have come together in the Rail District, and they're sort of collectively doing some advertising with us, trying to drive more business into downtown Frisco, the old down historic downtown Frisco, I should call it. And that represents all kinds of businesses. You know, there's there's a wine bar down there. There are boutiques. There are coffee shops. Um, there are there's a uh, school of music. There's all kinds of things you know happening down there that are a part of our our uh, rotation. Excellent. I'm going to throw you a lob. 
what role has content played in the growth of Lifestyle Frisco? Well, <laughs> that's <laughs> what we do. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of a softball. But um, you know, everything we've done has revolved around content. It's it's telling stories. Um, that's the bottom line. The stories of the growth of the city, of uh, the businesses that are moving here, of the small businesses that uh, people might otherwise not know about, and and some of their history and how they came to be, and using that to try to you know draw more people into Frisco and to ideally keep keep dollars in Frisco as much as possible too. You know, we want people that have the opportunity to live and work and play and shop and eat, you know, very close to their home. And as we've grown, fortunately, many more businesses have come online in Frisco. In the beginning, when I first moved here in 2004, this was, I was still single, hadn't even started dating my wife, my now wife yet. And this was not an exciting place to be a single guy. <laughs> there were not a lot of places to go hang out. There were only a couple of bars. Not a lot of restaurants that, especially that weren't chains, but over time, as the city's grown, more and more of those sort of unique and interesting kinds of things have have come on board, and you're seeing more neighborhoods now where there are kind of local watering holes, if you will, and you don't really have to go too far from home. One of my favorites is literally in walking distance to my house, which is very fortunate. <laughs> walking in one direction, stumbling in the other, staggering home. That's yeah. correct. That's, is there one particular domino that fell, that tipped to, to lead to all this growth? Was there one company, one organization that showed up and, and planted roots in Frisco that started this whole wildfire of growth? No, it was really, I believe, back in around 1987, the city manager at the time, in fact, uh, George Purifoy was his name, and he just recently retired, laid out a vision for what Cisco could become. So as Dallas in general has grown, a lot of that growth has been north. Um, and we have this main artery that goes due north-south from downtown Dallas, now all the way through Frisco, and it's going further north, called the Dallas North Toll Road. And a lot of the growth was just happening along that toll road, and it happens to cut straight through the heart of Frisco. But even way, way back in, in the 80s, you know, George and, and some others had enough of a vision to see what was happening and where Frisco was headed and what could be. And so the city started laying out plans to um, be ready for that growth and to try to take advantage of it and did a really good job along the way of watching what the other cities south of us along the Tulla Road were doing, what were the mistakes they were making, what were their pain points, so that we could overcome some of those. Not that Frisco hasn't had some of its own pain points. Certainly with that kind of growth comes a lot of traffic and, and other things, but but by and large, they, they laid out a plan, they've paid close attention to what's happening around us, and just done a fantastic job of, of helping the city to become what it is today. Yeah, it's hard to play catch up with infrastructure. So somebody having that sort of vision 30, 40 years ago is just instrumental because, again, if, if you end up with a quarter of a million people in a town where the roads can only support 40,000, it's <laughs> not, not a comfortable place to do business or for uh, you know sporting events and concerts and all that sort of, sort of well, stuff. Well, we have plenty of residents who do like to complain about the traffic, and occasionally I am one of them, but I will also say it is nothing like what you guys have in L.A., um, no, and we're not. <laughs> we we don't own that uh, exclusively. There are a number of other cities. Nashville is the first one that comes to mind. That when you visit, it's eye opening at how much traffic there is there now. Or Seattle. There there are a bunch of places where you can sit just as long as 
I'm from New York. So in New York, when you ask someone how far someone something is, the answer is in terms of distance. You will never get someone to answer in terms of distance in LA. It's always time. Yeah, that makes sense. Is that? 45 <laughs> minutes. Oh, that says three miles. Yeah, no, that's 45 minutes. It's, it's never <laughs> about distance, only time. So yeah, there's a different time-space continuum here as far as as, uh, as traffic is concerned. Well, hey, I applaud your Chamber of Commerce. It sounds like they equip you with subject matter every day because there's just so much growth happening and there's so many things for you to report. And uh, I, I assume there's an intent to to sort of begin to drive tourism to Frisco outside of the outside of the the fuzzy lines and the and the and uh, the map that are are the borders of Frisco. Well, yeah, I think a lot of the attractions, things like the Cowboys headquarters, it's, you know, their headquarters isn't just a practice field and office buildings, it's restaurants and um, bars and all kinds of things. They've created this little district around it. And of course, most of that revolves around the Cowboys and things that are happening with them. Um, but they do all kinds of outdoor events, especially at the holidays and when it's a little bit cooler out, not, not as much this time of year, but you know, things like the Universal Project I mentioned earlier that's coming to town, certainly things like having the PGA headquarters and the, the golf courses that they've built along with that are going to bring people in. So there are a lot of things like that, in addition to, um, you know, transient events that come up annually or periodically. Uh, there's a big pinball festival that happens here every year. It's like, I think it's the biggest one in the country and it's fantastic. Um, we have the National Video Game Museum. The National Soccer Hall of Fame is here. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of things that are working towards bringing people into Frisco and bringing those tourist dollars in. And it's it's working very well. And, and fortunately, the city is is paying attention to that. And it's helping to keep our tax rates down, which we like. Oh, excellent. Hey, if if tourism can pay the tax bill and they, they insulate you from those those costs, that's fabulous. That's win-win for everybody, right? Absolutely. All right. Look in your crystal ball a year from today. What would you like to be celebrating personally and professionally? You know, with with a business where most of our customers are small businesses, like many, we uh, we took a bit of a shot during COVID. You know, at first it, it didn't happen. We were we were still rocking the first six months of COVID, and people were still advertising, and I think everybody sort of thought it was going to come to an end fairly quickly. And then when it became very apparent that that was not the case, uh, the, the whole COVID thing was going to drag on for a while. Um, a lot of them started, you know, backing off on their marketing budgets. Some of them had to pull out completely. Others flat went out of business. Um, so ultimately that did impact us as well. Mm -hmm. um, so we took advantage of that to take some time to really rethink what we were doing with Lifestyle Frisco. And we're just now getting back on track with with implementing some of those ideas and getting things up and running again. You know, fortunately, it's it's the kind of business where because my background is heavily in in digital uh, design development, things of that nature. Um, it wasn't terribly difficult for us just to kind of keep things up and running at a base level. But we slowed down our content creation quite a bit. We put the podcast on pause for a little while. And now that we're starting to ramp those things back up, we have a plan for doing that. It's going to take a little bit of time, but um, slowly but surely, yeah, a year from now, I'd love to think that we're hitting on all cylinders again and, you know, just rocking and rolling as, as we were before the pandemic hit. Excellent. Excellent. Please tell everyone what your URL is, where they can find Lifestyle Frisco and what social media outlets you use these days. Yeah, the, certainly it's easy to find us at lifestylefrisco.com. 
social media outlets, I would say that are, we use Instagram uh, a fair amount. We, uh, we have a pretty good presence on Facebook. Um, we are very newsletter centric. So if you live in or around Frisco, or you're just thinking about maybe moving here, we do get a lot of people from all over coming in, um, sign up for the newsletter. It's just once a week um, that comes out on Fridays and we call it the Frisco five for Friday. And uh, it's kind of more of, you know, things that caught our attention, things that are coming up and that are happening and just current um, interesting things for the audience. Great way to kind of keep up with what's happening. We are on Twitter, not super active on Twitter. Um, and the same thing with LinkedIn. You can pretty much find us anywhere, but I would say in terms of activity, I would look at Instagram or Facebook. Scott Ellis of Lifestyle Frisco. Thank you for spending some time with us on Business Ninjas today. Uh, I find it fascinating that there is such a mecca of activity in Texas that I was completely unaware of. And I've traveled most of the square footage of this country at some point or other. So thank you for that. I wish you and yours all the best and continued growth to Frisco and a lifestyle Frisco. Andrew, thanks for having me on. And if you ever find yourself in uh, the Dallas area, come, come visit us. There's plenty to do. You will not be bored, I promise. Uh, I'd love to. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E dot I-O and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.